With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rick, if somebody ordered a shitty beef and a complain because they say they ordered a shitty shrimp, it's not my fault. He gets a shitty chicken pot all over his f***ing head. <laughs> And my pants are off. What is going on? Dude, I would totally be like a free-range flamingo master. Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Ooh, look, I switched the head around. Eat a dick. Jason Nye. Does Nick Fury look like a bitch? Then why are you trying to fuck him, Brad? And Jose Guzman. Don't tickle me. You won't (laughs) like me if you tickle me. (laughs) I'm gonna blank you so blank down there. I'm just gonna leave a mess when I'm yeah. done. <laughs> Check it out. Pee pee in my mouth. So strap in and shut up. We've got a show to do. What's going on, folks? Today is Tuesday, April 28th. 2015, and this is episode number 100. Woo! Woo! Of the panel. We all We made it. Uh, I'm your host, Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. That moment when you feel like you're cheating on your wife with the Hyatt McCormick Twitter account. (laughs) Jose Guzman. Didn't get left at a strip club this time. Hey. It's either better or worse. I'm not sure which. And uh, Mr. Kelly Harris, what's up, sir? WWE should give me money for my ideas. <laughs> yeah. Before we go too much further, uh, I gotta say, give a shout out to uh, the Chad in the chat room today. Uh, you know, and, and aside from being just ratty, he threw a picture up to say, hey, "This is my car." After a uh, encounter with a text, a teen that was texting while driving, motherfucker ran into his car, which is bullshit. That's not great. Youth. That sucks. It's youth being used. It's terrible. Uh, you sure it was a this. you sure it was a team that was texting and driving and not a Chicago cab driver? Could have been a Chicago <laughs> cab driver. Very possible. So they give zero fucks. Uh, but but point being, he put the picture up. And it's like, oh, that sucks. But then right below that, it says images you'll also enjoy. Uh oh, is what oh, it no. says. Like not like more like this. Images you'll also enjoy. <laughs> And that included this photo I'm putting in the chat right now of an overturned school bus. <laughs> like, hey, you thought this one motherfucker getting his car it was good. This is a whole gang of kids knocked over. This is way better. You'll love this shit. You fucking weirdo. What the fuck, tiny pick? <laughs> you know what to make of that. <laughs> That's some real life shit right there. Hashtag no filter. Great <laughs> school children. Oh God. Uh yeah, so um so yeah, this is episode one hundred. Uh we, we ended up losing a week along the way a couple weeks ago, but that's all right. Uh we're we're back in here. We're all super fuck. Super tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but it, it was a, a very big weekend for everybody. Um, officially turned 30 on Thursday. Woo! While Woo! we were making the trip up to Chicago for C2E2. So that Thursday night, uh, we went halfway Wednesday, stayed halfway, finished out uh, Thursday, went out to had, had a small birthday gathering, had some delicious non-fucking deep dish pizza, so that's good. <laughs> don't, don't need that damn cheese pie. Just don't eat it. Don't need that shit. But it was, it was delightful. Good times. Uh, let's see if I, then, uh, then went down to Chicago for the fucking convention, and you guys got in... When did you guys get in? You early, guys got in Thursday, yeah? Early Thursday morning. Yeah. Good times, man. Good times. I can um, Corman Place, the hot, the Hyatt, always uh, lovely as always. Everybody takes very good care of us. Yeah. Um, the show floor, man, a very spacious layout this time. Some 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 open areas, which I think was very important, especially on Saturday. Yeah, um, it was still yeah, packed. Saturday was nuts. It was still packed, but nice and nice big aisles for you to walk around. Yeah, were it not for that, I don't know what the hell they would have done. But it's, it's strange because like there was a good chunk of that hall that was empty, which is very odd. I mean, they could have filled that out, maybe spaced that out a little bit more or something. Or maybe it's always been that way and I just never noticed. Which which hall that's empty? You turn to the left? Yeah. That was rented out. Huh. By, by somebody. And they just never showed? They're like, no, you can't have it. Long story. <laughs> Fair enough. But it was uh, it was it was good. it was a damn good time, man. Uh, we we uh, Milady and I hit the uh, show floor Friday. Walked around pretty much all damn day. Um, just, just just seeing the sights, take, taking it all in. Nicole, not you know, eight months pregnant this time. Yeah, which made um as you might imagine a, a pretty significant uh, impact on the the quality of life for, for, for the weekend for Milady because. <laughs> She only went a couple days last year, but to put it in perspective, like, Jax's birthday is, like, a month from yesterday. Like, that's how fucking pregnant she was when she <laughs> went to the show last year. Uh, it, was, it was one of the dumber things I think she's done since we've been together. Do you want me to get you a scooter or fucking, like, a wheelie? No, fuck you, scooter! Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to be that fat bitch in a scooter. <laughs> that was the exact as, like, you're not that fat bitch, you're pregnant as shit. Fuck you! Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. That's fine, that's fine. Yeah, but, but you know, if people took pictures, she'd, she'd be in a scooter the whole time. She doesn't want to be in a scooter. Good on, on her. A picture? Please. I don't know. Sometimes that's fine. That was then, man. This is this is now, and it, and it was a delightful time. Uh, you know. That being said, you know we saw a lot of shit on Friday, and you know the the, the we were gonna we were kid free for the first time in God knows how long. So we went out Saturday, and we had a fucking adventure. We went to Chinatown and checked out some some local cuisine at a delicious spot called Go for Food. Go. <laughs> The number oh, four food. food. <laughs> hey, straight to the point. They're not fucking around. Straight to the point. Houston, we are go for food. We are go for food. We went for food at go for food, and it was delightful. <laughs> fucking delicious. Nicole picked up one of those sweet fucking, like, you know, fist-pumping cats. It's more like a um, Arsenio Hall show audience member cat. Like, Very much. Woof, and then, yeah, and then uh, Sunday, the, the kid came down for the, the kids' days events, and 
she uh, had apparently worn her Harley costume, but by the time she got between the time when they left the hotel room to when they found me on the show floor by the entrance, she had already shed the fucking costume. And I'm like, what the hell That's happened? Right. Why, why is I she, still, why is she in her jeans costume. already? And the girl goes, I think Zoe had more than her fair share of cosplays, not consent moments. She got tired of that shit real quick. <laughs> I was like that. I was like, yeah, I was like that. Not like, okay. not like really like cosplays, not consent. You know, she yeah, was just overwhelmed. Taking her picture all she day. was overwhelmed by the attention. Yeah, lots of attention. She says, everyone shut the <laughs> fuck up. Leave me alone. She's like, I'm just trying to walk eight goddamn feet that way. <laughs> Yeah, Sundays. What we saw the my, the only panel I saw all weekend long. I saw the the CM Punk panel, which is pretty damn sweet. Uh, didn't get weird until the very end, which is nice. <laughs> didn't get creepy until the end. It was cool. He's he seems happy. He does. He was happy, tired. Like he's you know, seems like he's just really enjoying himself. So you know, that's good. That's all we can hope for anybody. Not and, bitter you know, at all. No, not at all. <laughs> Rob, Rob and I were sitting together. And by the time it was over, Rob was like, that went well. Like, kind of, you know, I was happy expecting someone to say something really stupid and him just fucking walk away off stage. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a year ago, that might have been a thing that could happen, but I think he's just in a good spot, which is good for him. And then uh, my lady bought me um, for my birthday. She pointed up for one of the Stanley uh, photo ops. And so Zoe and I got a picture taken with Stanley. And, um, it was pretty damn cool, but they don't they don't they don't fuck around over there, man, with the Stanley photo ops, dude. No, they, no. with anyone's photo ops, really. We thought, but like you know, we got there, at, at, you know, the thing was at four o'clock, and so we got there like five till, and we were already like we were the fourth row in that big ass queue line. Oh, that's cool. So, jeez. So this is it. We're gonna be here like the rest of the day, and that's okay. You know, it's gonna be fine. Yeah, thinking that the lights would be shut off and you'd still be yeah. in line. <laughs> nope. We were done in like 15 minutes, which Shit. is amazing because Stanley was like an hour late for his Marvel signing on Saturday. <laughs> he, he rolled up straight on time. It was just a very assembly line, boom, boom, boom. But, you know, it's got to be that way. The guy's like, okay, nothing's fine. Just, you know, just say, so you know, there's, you know, no pictures with your cell phone and, uh, you know, no handshaking. And Nicole gets super fucking pitched, like, no handshaking? What the fuck? It was 90 goddamn dollars. I said, honey, he's 93 years old. He can't shake hundreds of strangers' hands. <laughs> He'll die. <laughs> For three days straight, you know, probably three week- weekends a year. Plus, he's yeah, fragile. Yeah, he's fucking, he's, he's got to be just frail as you know, shit. It's been five years since we saw him do a cartwheel off the stage at New York Comic Con, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I wasn't mad at that experience. But I thought Zoe was going to peer pan. I didn't know who was more excited, honestly, Zoe or me. She was, she was too, damn, too damn thrilled about That's it. That's so Did funny. She was way into it. And she just knows Stan Lee from the Marvel movie cameos and, and what else? What else does she know? I mean, obviously, as a parent, you've told her that like he created all these characters, but how else does she know him? I mean, I think she knows what he looks like because of the movies, and I think she just, you know, for whatever reason, just, I mean, she, she just understands who he is. Would she know him from the Lego video games? Maybe. Probably some of that, too, yeah. Probably some of that. Probably where she knows his voice from more than anything. But, you know, I think like, I just, you know, I've explained to her, you know, because at some point she noticed that it was the same dude in the movies, and she asked me, like, you know, wh- who he was and what he was about, so I told her, and it just captured her imagination. 
Oh, you know, and when you guys got back from your photo op Sunday Sunday night, uh, and you came over into the marketing office where we were editing, and uh, you know we we were talking about how no shaking hands. Uh, stuff like that, and we we had the same conversation. You know, you don't want him to get sick, you don't want him to break a bone or anything. And we started making jokes about Stanley being old, and Zoe was not having it. She was like, <laughs> "You you can't you can't make jokes about a star like that." <laughs> she That's got real indignant, very defensive of her man Stanley. Like, guys, you you need to shut your mouth, nice Big guys, Jason. He's, he's super fucking old, you guys. <laughs> He looked good though. He 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 looked good this trip. Yeah, he, he looks, looks really better good. than any ninety-three-year-old man I've ever seen in person. I'm I'll glad he grew the mustache back. Yeah, he he looks better without the mustache. Needs the mustache. But Augustine looking good. Yeah, when I saw him walk through the lobby, I think that was Saturday morning. He walks a lot better than I would have thought. Just not a got a swagger to him. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm glad to get a chance to do it. Um, you know, it's, it's again, that. I probably never would have in a million years put the money up for it myself, but yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm glad we did it. This is really, really cool, and you know, could be the last chance because he's going to run out of Jack Kirby's tears to drink at some yeah. point. <laughs> I was gonna say that swagger is that fuck Kirby swagger. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's just gonna happen. But it, it was really, really cool. It was uh, you know, like like. It's, it was really dumb. I was like, I don't know why it's so fucking stupid, but I really can't stop grinning for like 35 minutes afterwards. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Did That's you get cool. to talk to him at all? Or was that just not it was very It was fast. very assembly line kind of thing. And yeah. He walked up, you know, he, we, we, he gave us a, how are you? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, gave Zoe a little hug. Now we were gone. Like, it was, oh, it was not a, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was not a meet and greet as much as it was, you know, like straight up photo op. You know what I mean? Yeah, but and like the, you know, the hug, I, saw some I people feel... retweeting stuff like CM Punk was like you know GTS and motherfuckers, nothing <laughs> <laughs> <Then> like that. <laughs> the hug is even more than I would have expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, they gave her a little hug, and she nearly peed her little pants. <laughs> Third eye a little bit. And then we did we did go over to see CM Punk afterwards because uh, his line was it was the end of the day, so his line was kind of dying down, and like you know, and you know Nicole's like. Well, they let her just go up and say hi without dropping fifty fucking dollars on an autograph, and I go, "We'll find out." And he was super cool, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we about to find out. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we walked up, and I just said, "I said, like, I said, she just really wanted to come say hi." And he said, "Well, let's get a, 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 a say hi high five and fucking high five the kid coming and going and just chattered up for a few minutes." Yeah, well, I mean, happy. he's CM Punk. He's not a third tier actor on Walking Dead, so you know he's not going to charge <laughs> for you to come say hi. That's true. That's true. What was who was it that was doing like you know? Yeah, it was like it was ten bucks to say hi. I forgot about that. Jesus. Yeah, it was uh, the ter- Tara from The Walking Dead. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, ten bucks to say hi. Smiley face on the whiteboard. <laughs> like you can say hi. Twenty five feet away. Be like hey yeah. hey <laughs> hey hey. Come get your money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me ten dollars. You can say hi. I won't acknowledge it, but you can say it. I'll let you. <laughs> also, Sunday found a fucking a Grail get from for the auto for the Optimus Prime collection. Man, super fucking thrilled. I, over the course of the weekend, I picked up fucking what four, yeah, four more primes over the weekend. Most of the little things here or there. And Tito brought me back this uh, 
uh, weird Creo figure from Toy Fair. It's one of the little Creo minifigures. It's Optimus Prime in a fucking ski jacket and ski pants. I don't know why <laughs> that's a thing, but it's really adorable. So I got that. But this guy had the uh, uh, Galaxy Force Optimus from the Cybertron series from 2006 in the box, sealed brand new, which typically runs you about 150 bucks if you're lucky. That's about the average for that one. And so we were walking around. This is a guy. I bought stuff from this guy the past couple of years, and he had it up there. I saw it Friday. It was $100. And I made note of him. I'm like, that's pretty good on that. That's not bad at all. You know, whatever. But, you know, I wasn't going to. You got a budget going into these things. You know how much you're going to spend. I don't want to blow that big a wad on it day one. And, you know, we're walking around with Zoe day three looking for uh, Pokemans mostly. And we walk by the same spot. He's got it marked down to 75 I get this little this the sweat on my brow <laughs> starts beating up. I mean, because I'm I'm pretty much out of money at this point. But I kind of I just keep walking away and I keep looking back and I fucking pull up eBay and the cheapest one I see is like 161 dollars. And I said I look at Nicole. I go I, I gotta go I gotta go back there. Go back there. <laughs> she goes she goes talking down to 60 baby. Do it do it do it. Like, <laughs> I talked this one bitch down to 65. That's I good. Go, I'm so th- it's it's so it's fucking huge. I didn't I've never seen one in person before. So with the wings and shit all put together, it's goddamn enormous. Um, follow up to that. I don't know where the hell I'm gonna put it. It's real big. Bend over. <laughs> Bend over. <laughs> Might as well. Oh man, but it's fucking super fun though. Super goddamn fun. But it's it was it was it was a delightful fucking weekend. It was great seeing everybody. Because, you know, we had a lot of people that couldn't make it out this year, but even so, it was still a good group. Good turnout, man, every good every time. night. Like, we had a fucking blast Saturday night in the lobby, just kind of chilling out and shooting the shit. Like, it's just always great to see everybody, man. It's a it's wonderful <sighs> time. It's not always great to see everybody. Not everybody. <laughs> one fucking guy. You know who you are. But even now, Untuck even, your even, shirt, it's weirdo. It's nice to see everybody because bare minimum, it gives you some shit to talk about the oh, rest yeah. of the weekend. Bare minimum. So, you know. It's not... <laughs> every person brings with them their own particular brand of delights. <laughs> I'll leave it up to the individual to decide what kind of delights those are. Um, but so it was fucking Turkish. lovely. Oh, oh, and fucking uh, shout out. Happy birthday to Caitlin. Yesterday was Caitlin's Sectatosha's birthday as well. So Happy birthday to Caitlin's. Amen to that. That's good times. How about you, gentlemen? How was your C2B2 weekend? I know yours and I was spent very much stationary for the most part. No, 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 no. It, it, whenever you saw me, I was stationary, but I actually did get my ass up out of that chair. Good. And good. and shoot some stuff every day, you awesome. know? Uh, you know, as opposed to uh, past years, uh, we we finally got our second of the new cameras, so this was really my first time you know, jumping into the deep end with that thing, and it's fucking great. Love it. Uh, got to use our new slider a little bit on Friday. Uh, we shot a little uh, spot for the Reed Pop Supply Co. on location, put that together. That was cool. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'd get out there at least from show open to noon, 1 o'clock every day, but then, you know, I had to start editing or shit would just start piling up. You know, the, the, the pr- we had hoped that with the new cameras and the fact that it's all digital, that we would be done sooner. 
you know, than the days where we would have to capture tape. But with me shooting, instead of just sitting there editing, not only did we have less time to edit, but we had, you know, more footage to go through too. So, and you know, with these digital cameras, we're just shooting fucking all the time. Shooting whatever we can. This The place is huge, so it's just constant shooting. And it just came to a point where, you know, it wasn't until 7 o'clock at night to where we've finally gone through all the footage and we can actually start the edit. So, we're going to have to adjust Trying that. to find that happy medium still. Yeah. We're going to have to adjust that a little bit, but uh, getting there, you know, it's all good stuff. We got good stuff. It's just... You know, kind of had to had to pull some late nights. You know, we had planned to go to Portillo's Friday night, and I had to finally pull the plug and say, "You guys, you guys got to go without me. Bring bring me back a cake shake. Tell my story." <laughs> um. Oh, that was a fucking ordeal in and of itself, man. Yeah, it kind of uh, was. Jesus, they ran out of cake, and that that ruined everything. Did they really? I thought that was a lie. I thought yeah, Mo. No, they they ran out of cake, and I'm st- I stood there for a good ten minutes waiting for my cake shake. Because before M- Mahoney and Tito both have been bitching since last C two E two that no one told them that cake shakes existed. So the the main goal of this C two E two, besides you know shooting and editing videos, was get both of these motherfuckers a cake shake. You know, I would take one as well if 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 it's available. And I think uh, Foxy at one point said, you know, you should be good in, in unless they run out of cake. And I'm kind of like, ah, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> nope, that's that's exactly what happened. Like, I asked happen. the lady, I'm like, I've been standing here for a while. Did you call up my number and someone else just took it or something? And she goes, what do you have? And I had num- I'm 52. I had a cake shake. She's like, yeah, they're making a new cake. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, at least they made new ones. They, it, at least it wasn't. We ran out of cake. Fuck off. Here's your money back. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the happiest way that story could end, at least. Yeah. While that was going, I said, I'm going to go ahead and eat my hot dog. <laughs> yeah, Jose says, the hot dog yep. is not making it back. Yeah, I, I watched Jose just inhale that hot dog. Oh, it was so good. I also inhaled mine. Yeah, we had a, it's, it's it's only about two miles from the convention center. Yes. It's not like it's far, but... Chicago two miles is like, and anywhere else, twenty miles. Like it's just, yeah. it's, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> and you know, we had the car, so we drove. It was uh, Mahoney and Nicole and I and Mary and Tito. <laughs> fucking Mahoney hops in the back of the. This, we have a CRV, and so where, where was Jose? The, he was. Oh, he was there seat. too. He was there too. It was okay. us. So, so it was Nicole and I in the front seat, and then Tito, uh, Mary, and Jose in the back seat. And and Mahoney just hopped in the hatch at the back, you know, and now like, it's I mean we we never went more than like twelve miles an hour because it's the fucking city. Like <laughs> he was probably safer back there than I was up front. Okay, like really, you know, like realistically. But for some, but Mahoney felt the need to fucking text Mahoney's wife and narc on him for riding in the back without a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> depositing him promptly in the doghouse. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. Now he was like, "Don't send it! Don't send it!" Tito thought he was joking. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I knew this was going to happen. But now, now Rob in the chat says he wanted a cake shake. <laughs> well, God no. damn it, Rob. We'll get you a goddamn cake shake next year. Fuck. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to <laughs> cake shake adventure 2.0. When yeah, I, f- I made the trip with uh, with Juan, his friend Leslie, I believe her name was, and my lady friend Jordan, and we beat you guys there by a lot. And then, of course, there I am standing there waiting for my cake shake. Yeah, I was wondering that because yeah. like you guys left a while before, yeah. but when we got there, you were still, still staying waiting. in line. Yeah. So I'm still waiting. You guys got your food at the same time that I got mine. I sit down at the table. Juan and Leslie are done with their food completely. <laughs> but and then but on, on the way there, it's just you know, it reminded me of why I just do not miss living in that environment and driving in that. Driving in Chicago is the fucking worst. It just no, is. I, it's, it's, I would never want to drive there. And you know, like it's like it's the only place I've ever been to where you can be driving and you know. As you're going through the intersection, like the road is just as straight on the other side of the intersection, but as you're driving through, you're expected to cut 45 degrees and end up like you know one lane over from where you were because the straight ahead of you is no longer a lane anymore. It's just fuck you territory. <laughs> like you just can't drive there anymore. And it was raining, so like you couldn't see any of the fucking lines and shit. It was terrible. And Mahoney, Mahoney was just like, I don't think that Boston drivers would remotely considered adhering to these traffic laws. <laughs> they would not tolerate this bullshit. It's, driving in Chicago is the goddamn worst. I think on, it was on the cab ride in. I counted how many people a cab driver almost hit. <laughs> and I got up to four. <laughs> now, is this people as in like pedestrians or like actually, like, you know, like, or just like pedestrians, just people trying to cross yep. the street. Media cab driver almost took out a fucking security guard. Yep. <laughs> yep. Stayed in the Kiss middle of the road. Kept, kept going at her. And she's like, <laughs> no, you turn here. You know where you were supposed to go. <laughs> and he's like, well, fuck. And then he turns around and looks at me and jibber jabber some shit I can't understand. And I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> mm. Yeah, for as much as, like, you know, the, the popular culture has painted... You know, New York cab drivers that's some some next level shit. I gotta tell you, I I think that in the Thunderdome of New York cabbie versus Chicago cabbie, we all lose. Yeah, <laughs> like they, 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 I I put a Chicago cabbie up against New York cabbie in the fucking insane department any day. They're, they're all they're all fucking insane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got uh, yesterday to get back to the hotel. We went out to Navy Pier and we get in this cab with this fucking. Crazy old Asian man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jose was sitting up front with him, and he he was reading his church's newsletter as he drove, <laughs> talking about how great uh, Catholics are because all the all the good holidays are Catholic holidays. And, and he starts <laughs> listing them all off and yep. just laughing his head off like a bad man. Just, <laughs> but just listing Catholic holidays. Yep, maniacal laughter. Oh, it's Easter, <laughs> Christmas, St. Patrick's, Halloween. Jose goes, that's my favorite. <laughs> I'm not sure Halloween counts as a Catholic holiday. Hey, Amen. I'm having, like, the, the weekend, by the, by the time we got to Monday, it felt like 
the M. Night Shyamalan panel was a week ago. (laughs) But it also went by really quick to the point where I'm having a hard time remembering shit that happened. But my big thing over the weekend was I wanted to be there when we got Haley Atwell on video. I didn't want to be holed up in the office. I wanted to be in person. I wanted to smell her. See her with my own eyes. But by the time the, the Women of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel was coming along, you know, I was behind on editing. And I just kind of I kind of look at at Jose and Mahoney and Tito and Mary. I'm like, you guys should just go without me. You know, I, I'm just running behind. And Mahoney's like, no, <laughs> no, you're fucking going. Get up and go smell Haley Atwell's hair right now. <laughs> Uh, Mahoney so yeah, he's a wonderful den mother. Uh, Jose uh, runs ahead. He slips through the crowd, which is even crazier considering the contraption he had strapped to him. And he gets up way ahead of us, and then uh, we get there. And I don't. I had never been backstage at C two E two, so I, I have to get Tito to show me where to go. So Tito leads me backstage, and we open the door to the little uh, hallway, and there she is. Uh, my uh, future second wife, Haley Atwell, and Ming-Na Wen. Not really. I love my wife. We'll, we'll never get a divorce ever. Mark it. So, yeah, we, we step through the door, and there she is. There's her and Ming-Na Wen, and Jose's already got the camera ready to go. And me and Tito just kind of sidle up along the wall and watch. And Smell. It was cool. We, uh, we had a moment. We looked in each other's eyes, and I, I think we saw into each other's souls. Let it be said that Jose was ninjing it up and some next level shit this week because he had the steady cam rig up, spinning balance like a motherfucking champion. Yeah, yeah, fucking crazy upside down shots. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that rig is probably not meant to be worn as long in a sequence as you were wearing it. Like, I, I was, I was not, I was never planning on wearing that the whole weekend because I didn't think I'd be able to shoot. Uh, panels and and still be low profile with it or how I would be able to maneuver around the floor. Yeah. But I can fucking jam in that thing. <laughs> it's impressive. Moving, man. I, got, I got a few chances to see it and it was pretty impressive watching him fucking in and out. Like, go-go gadget arming that motherfucker all weekend. <laughs> and I it's... wore that shit from start of show to end of show. I got a huge-ass bruise on my inner thigh, though. That's what I'm from, saying. From I, I can't imagine supposed to do that that long with that fucking contraption. But I mean, funny it, story, we were backstage at the Stan Lee panel uh, waiting. Because, you know, after you shoot a certain amount of one thing, it all just keeps being that one thing. So you want to catch the, the opening, some good shots, and come out for the end. Or if anything crazy is going on, you run out there and grab it. Or you stay out there. But wearing this thing, I can't like just sit on the ground and chill like I used to be able to. <laughs> so I have to go to the backstage and find like a chair. I can't sit in the chair, but I can sit on like an edge. I need like a stool situation going. That that's what I need. So I'm sitting back there, but when I'm sitting, the vest kind of pops up a little bit, but it pops up just enough where I can use it to rest my head <laughs> and sleep. So I'm like sitting and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to catch a little nap because what sucked was we all didn't go up in full health. 
Like we all got back from Tennessee and just everybody was sick as a dog. So we left Orlando not 100%. And as long as I was moving and shooting, I felt great. But once, you know, we had to wait for somebody or wait for something or stop moving, I felt it. And, And I was starting to just get kind of. Exhausted. I need a nap. That's what I'm trying to fucking say, guys. I need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking fell and it's so dark back there and soothing. <laughs> so I kind of pass out and I keep nodding off. But I wake up because I, you know, I had my hand holding the bar. I'm still connected to the arm. But I guess it kind of leaned and spun a little bit and clocked me right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but next thing you know, it clocked me in the head. I woke up and then I hear the narrator, um, you know, here's the last question. So I was like, all right. And I went out there, got the shot. <laughs> I was like, good timing, camera. The camera knew. The camera knew gravity shifted. And that camera said, wake up, bitch. <laughs> Slap me right in the head and said, let's go. Ah, so that's how I have to do it in the morning. Gotcha. <laughs> I try to be ginger. At him. Yeah, I try to be ginger and touch his foot and, you know, whisper sweet nothings in his ear. Looks like I just need to slam a camera in his fucking face. Uh, this what? was the first year I got to see Jose's napping power in action. <laughs> and I, I was thoroughly impressed. I, oh, think, I don't give a fuck. Man. I think I it was sleep. Saturday. I was in the office editing and I was going through clips and I nodded off <laughs> at, the, at the desk and didn't realize it. And then I wake up and the clip that I was looking at is completely over and I just missed the whole thing. <laughs> I, I slept for the entirety of a clip, so maybe a minute. <laughs> and with this arm, you know, it's all spring. The, the arm's spring-loaded. So, so when you lift, it has a certain feel, a certain flow. Now, kind of, it's got like a resistance, kind of. Yeah. Have you ever, you know, you go to the beach, you go swimming, or if you're in the water long enough and, and the waves are hitting you all day, when you go to sleep, you you still kind of feel that. Yeah, kind of like sea legs. So every time I would lift my arm to take a drink after the convention was closed, it felt like my arm was just like raising on its own. <laughs> Fucking just chucking <laughs> cokes across the room. <laughs> I felt the resistance of, of, of the rig's arm. It, it was the pretty intense. Fucking cam is your phantom limb. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah, and especially after... The three days of him spinning the most expensive top in the world, getting there <laughs> and actually getting the thing to work, uh, and and ha- him being able to wear it all weekend and just fucking kill it with that thing, it, it was such a relief. It, easily, as far as shooting goes, and and you know putting together the videos, one of our most successful outings ever, I'd say. I can't power slide. That that's my only downfall. I can run. I hauled ass in it a couple times, so that's cool. But I better not fucking trip because if I go down forward, shit's about to get ugly. Protect the camera, bro. <laughs> Protect the camera. I would have to, I would have to turn my back. Yeah. But that would be the best option because I'd protect the camera, protect the arms, and I'm pretty fucking padded. They they said I look like Tom Cruise from <clears throat> Edge of Tomorrow. In that suit. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit. A little bit. He was wearing uh, one of my bandanas as a shoulder pad. <laughs> oh, that fucking vest was just eaten into my neck. I had like a huge fucking just rash of 
hurt. But not hurt as much as you would have been with the old glide cam having to, you know, actually hold it all day. Oh, at one point I held, you know, I took the glide piece off the arms and held it. And I was like, Jesus, I used to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But it worked. It was cool. I dug it. I mean, but other than that, I mean, no. I got to tell M. Night sweet shirt. That was cool. Yeah. He was wearing uh, that that, uh, Bruce Lee DJing shirt. Oh, nice. I was like, good. That's a sweet shirt, man. He called me bro. He said, thanks, brother. (laughs) I'm fucking M. Night's brother, people. (laughs) (laughs) And I told Hosanna, I was like, you know, that would have been cool maybe in 2001, but, you know, this is 2015 M. Night. Amen. Oh, fucking Tito in the chat. One of the best stories of the weekend was before the CM Punk panel, uh, Tito's back there with Jose and uh, Mary Franklin, a Reed Pop employee, lovely lady who uh, was the brains behind Star Wars Celebration for years. She she now works directly for Reed Pop. She was kind of running the, the main stage, and she goes up to Tito. This is before the CM Punk panel. She goes up to Tito and goes... Uh, um, nice to meet you, Mr. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest thing ever. Uh, We're like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's this guy over here. Uh, it's great. <laughs> but, you know, we had, uh, Mary helping us, uh, Tito and Mahoney as always. And, uh, couldn't, we could do it without them, but we wouldn't want to. <laughs> it's a lot easier to do it with them. Amen. Team Brown. Team Brown for life. Um, how about Team 11th Hour? How about that? You know, that's nice, too. Those guys are cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, nice talk to me a little about, about this. I think this Team Brown stuff really kind of eats at him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just feels, you know, not included. You can be on Team Cho. Not as, not as much as I used to. It used to be... We'd be walking the streets of New York, and Tito and Jose would be three blocks ahead of me as I'm fucking <laughs> dragging ass behind them. L- oh, just- that did not happen fucking, what was it, Friday night after Portillo's, and, you know, it's super late, we've eaten, you kind of wrap I feel like you were kind of, by the time we got back, you were wrapping up for the most part, you know? Yeah, I was close. It was just, you to know, the putting the finishing it, touches. You know, it definitely did make sense for you to not go, because, you know, it would have been that much later. But, you know, we sort of eat, we hang out, whatever. And, you know, we're all having just a, just a walk back or whatever. And yep. Nye's just so fucking tired and so done with being alive <clears throat> that he moves sleep. like I've never seen him before. Like, <laughs> up and Tito goes, this is really fucking alien to me because Nye's like 100 yards down. <laughs> He's fucking sprinting back to the hotel. I, I wasn't sprinting. I was, I was swiftly walking. It was fucking swift. <laughs> I just know I wanted to go to sleep. I needed to go to sleep because I knew I well because I had other shit that I didn't get to finish Friday night that I knew I was gonna have to get up early Saturday morning to finish. So I just wanted to go to the hotel room and go to sleep. And I know I knew if I slowed down in that bar or in that lobby, I hate to say it. I would have been. I, I could have gotten stopped by one of our friends, and I didn't want to talk to fucking nobody. <laughs> I want to get on the goddamn elevator and go to sleep. And it worked. 
It worked. I was a blur, essentially. A big, black-clothed blur. No one ever even knew. No, it was fucking quick. Uh, I think I even left my wife in the dust. Oh, yeah, it was, like, it was, it was amazing. Like, just gone. What about you, Kelly? Any, any delightful stuff? How was your weekend? My weekend was good. I've got I've got two good Saturday stories. On a Saturday morning, Jordan and I are waiting in line at that little cafe thingy in the lobby. She's and lovely, a... by the way. Good good work, Kelly. <laughs> well, thank for you. Sure, we like sure. her. But, so we're waiting in line because she needs coffee and she's not very active in any way until she gets some caffeine in her system. And there's like a lady in a joker cosplay in front of us so this woman comes up to the lady in a joker cosplay and is telling her about some i think it was like some kind of cosplayers not consent thing but she's like oh i'm gonna take your picture and i want to make sure sure i have your permission to take this picture and i'm gonna use it on this twitter account and i'm gonna put this hashtag on it and i'm gonna tweet it at c2e2 and just going on and on and on and on and on and on and then it's like oh okay that's fine and she turns to the lady turns to jordan and she's like oh you know just just so you know i'm not skipping you in line like we hadn't heard her entire minute and a half long spiel. So I'm about Jordan taking just, a photo. Yeah, I just kind of like okay, and then Jordan kind of nods and like you know motions with her hand like go ahead. At which point the woman starts doing sign language at Jordan because she thought she was deaf because she didn't say anything. <laughs> 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 and Jordan's just like no 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 I I I can talk it's it's fine. It's <laughs> as early you asshole. <laughs> yeah. It was just one of the most bizarre interactions I had all weekend. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the unsolicited sign language is a bit of a uh, bit of a pre- pre- presumption there. Yeah, it's kind of a giant leap. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a bit of a leap. In her head, she was like, "She fucking deaf." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, later in the weekend, I, I think it was. Later on Saturday, I went to Matt Kinspoo with an artist alley and bought two books from him. And he started sketching in both of them, and that was really cool. And then it turned into the Chris Farley show, when I just started telling him how great Ninjak is. He <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, is really good, though. You know the, the first story you do when it's all crazy? That's really cool. <laughs> and, and then the second part, when it's like serious in his origin? That's really cool, too. And it was just pretty much that for a good five minutes. <laughs> That's about but, right. Yeah, but yeah, it was a, it was a really good con. Of course, it's always great seeing everyone. It's great actually getting to hang out with Nice and Jose more this year. Yeah, uh, so just passing by blurs. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly and Jordan definitely came and hung out in the marketing office with us a little bit. Uh, ate some. Uh, were you there when we were eating pizza? Yes. And uh, yeah, because I remember uh, Jose had the world's most expensive. <laughs> And man, we just, we just got to tell Kelly and Jordan about everybody else's ass. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so much gossip. Like, Kelly, do you know this? Mo- you know about this motherfucker? Let us tell you about this motherfucker right here. <laughs> Amazing. I learned some things. Went for a jog, ended up in the Baltimore riots. BRB. <laughs> 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 fucking asshole what a piece of shit you are you'll never listen to this oh man as soon as I saw that I was just like oh I need to tell Nice and Tony <laughs> never know when you'll stumble into some real shit huh good man good man Kelly 
Jesus. Am I got anything else before we move on to other shit? No, I think that's it. It's good, man. It was good. Much more low key than we've had in recent years, but still a <laughs> damn good time, man. Damn good time. Fun, fun, fun conventions. Good stuff. Right, so let's. Uh, I think we do got a little bit of mail here. Sweet. I'll throw that up. Look at all this fan mail. If you want to call us on your phone, you, damn it. It's all right. It's okay. Chicken. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Before you get into that, okay. Why'd you play the sh the sh the shitty walk clip before the show? <laughs> because I went to Chinatown Saturday. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, listen to this. Fucking Tito gets in on Thursday. And I don't know uh, what brought it up, but he's like, "What? What the fuck is Lee talking about with a city or uh, a chicken snake? What is this chicken snake shit?" And, and Tito said he looked at him. He's like, "No, no, no, no. It, it doesn't eat chickens. It eats chicken eggs." And then I started thinking about um, shitty chicken and shitty walk. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they could eat chicken too if the chicken was lazy enough. Just saying, I don't. I'm not mad at the snakes. Is the point of that story? <laughs> I'm all right with the snakes being here. Yeah, I played uh, uh, the Stick of Truth, South Park Stick of Truth, last month, and uh, one of the summons is Mr. Kim. After you do the side quest where you take out the Mongolians, you become one of the summons, and so you you hit the button. And he comes in. And he says, "Okay, I'll do my war dance now." <laughs> Just like his fucking war dance, and you know, scares off everybody. This is a delightful game, I'm telling you. You got to play that shit. Uh, if you want to call us on your phone, you can pick that shit up. Call 616-951-1POP, like our good buddy Gavin here, who was a delight, as always, to hang out with us. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh. get to spend oh. nearly enough time with Gavin. Oh, I need to tell a quick Gavin story. Tell it. Oh, so at one point, I was at the Superfly booth. Gavin walks up behind me and just puts his arm around me and goes, All right, Kelly, here's the thing. And he's pointing out, and I see he's pointing to a guy cosplaying as the thing. <laughs> uh, silly. I love Gavin. That's amazing. April 29th, 1945. <laughs> Big Jim, time traveling dad, tells Adolf Hitler, I'm not mad at you, just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking beat that, everyone else. <laughs> That's solid gold right there. That's man. way better than hipster lawyer. That's a fucking webby. <laughs> oh, webby. Give that man a webby. <laughs> Oh. Times New Roman uh, tr now trending on Facebook. Times New Roman typography experts say font is bad choice to use on resume. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> now we know. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we also got an email to uh, popcast at panelsonpages dot com. Uh, so we got we got a. Uh, let's see, what we got here. Uh, the Chad writes in. Unfortunately, no retro Mad Lib this week. He says, "Been busy starting a new job at the local Kroger while also studying for finals weeks. 
Also, last Wednesday, got into a fender bender with a teen that was texting and driving. And if you think that's some cool shit, you want to check out this school bus that's flipped over. <laughs> <laughs> I may have added that last part. Uh, sincerely, the Chad. Well, congratulations on the new job. The Chad. Appreciate that. Good, good, good on you. And, you know, and we, we'll be back to more Mad Lib adventures next week. That's totally fine. But yeah. So yeah, that's a... Uh... That's the mail this week. Popcast at panelsonpages.com, 616-9511-POP. Let us know what the hell is going on in your life. We want to hear from you, peoples. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that'll do it for now. That's, uh, is there anything else? We're going to take a break. It seems yeah. like we're moving through this quickly. It's because we are. We're all very tired. <laughs> thanks, thanks for all those happy 100th episode emails, population. We love you, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get Big Jim tra- traveling dad to travel back a day and tell you how disappointed he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. Enjoy this musical interlude. We're back in a minute. Love you. Bye. Break!
one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours that's just a single day after that they're gone forever and uh best yet if you want to check them out buy a little something something they're going to throw a little kickback to us your folks your friends here at the podcast so go to panelsonpages.com Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up. And get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag. Cool shirts. Good people. Good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. In the chat, Juggalo John just informed us that if we had stuck with our quote-unquote legacy numbering of the podcast, this episode would be episode 291. No shit. Holy shit. It's kind of crazy. That's too many. <laughs> <laughs> That's too many podcasts, y'all. So maybe we fucking wait nine episodes and make that shit 300. <laughs> That's what they're saying. <laughs> Teet said uh, we should go back to the old numbering at number 300. Just I like y'all for it. Why the fuck not? Hey, DC's doing it. They're doing whatever the fuck they I want. I think Superfly did it. I think they did, yeah. Yeah, they did. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Why the fuck not? <laughs> oh, see, what's up with some news, man? We got, uh, you know, even though it was a C2E2 weekend, weekend, we got some good news this week, so let's do it. There was some good we'll some news happened. Okay. Yeah. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fuck it! In five, four, three. 
This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for April 28, 2015. Suicide Squad director David Ayer released the first official image of Jared Leto as the Joker on Friday. And boy, howdy. Not sure if I can make a joke the internet already hasn't. Except, all those tattoos make him look like he's crawling in his skin. Those words, they will not heal. Uh, the sequel to everyone's least favorite Ninja Turtles movie continues to add to its baffling cast <laughs> with the Wolverine's Brian T. as the Shredder and Tyler Perry signing on as Baxter Stockman, which is confirmed news and not a Key and Peele sketch. <laughs> At CinemaCon last week, Sony announced an animated Spider-Man film set for release on July 20th, 2018 with the Lego movies Lord and Miller on hand to write and produce. Just goes to show you what it takes for Avi Arad and Sony to finally put some effort behind a Spider-Man movie, and that's spite. (laughs) At C2E2 this past weekend, there was legit comic book news, including the announcement that CM Punk will be writing an ongoing Drax book, and Brian Azzarello confirmed he is working with Frank Miller on The Dark Knight 3, The Master Race. Luckily for Marvel, they didn't have to hire CM Punk, a babysitter, to make sure he didn't include Drax doing some racist shit. (laughs) Hasbro and IDW have announced an all-female Transformers team, and DC and Mattel will launch DC Superhero Girls, leaving me to ponder, what about us privileged white males? Come on, throw us a bone. (laughs) And finally, Chris Evans and Jeremy Renner got into it deep last week, when they jokingly called Black Widow a slut and a whore on the Age of Ultron press tour, prompting thousands to angrily shut down their Cap Hawkeye slash fiction tumblers. And that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for April 28, 2015. Wow. Infotainment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh! comic book news and stuff i i uh before we decided to go and have our, our chinatown adventure i was gonna go check out some marvel panels on saturday you know because that's where like all the big secret war stuff was whatever and in retrospect i'm glad i didn't could probably just <laughs> bum me out <laughs> just, just, we'll just, we'll just, just kind of hang back and and see what happens <laughs> like, I, I don't need the panels <laughs> i stopped reading them because i'm like you know what this can't I don't believe it can be as bad as it sounds. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Anyway, what we got? Uh, first up is an official Joker image of Jared Leto from Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, boy. At first glance, I dug it. Yeah, me too. I'm like, okay, that's different. He looks fucking insane. The tattoos are different. Are are a different way to go. Then I started looking at it a little closer. <clears throat> the teeth looked less like rotting teeth and more like grills. Yeah, they are grills. And the damaged tattoo on his forehead is just one tattoo too many, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's just stupid. That is uh, too... I, I had another punchline uh, for the 
uh, Joker story from my news, but uh, cooler heads prevailed, and I decided to not include it. But it was something to the effect of uh, something, something, daddy issues, something, something, Kerouac. And <laughs> the damaged tattoo on Joker's forehead. It's, it's really just... It is so daddy issues. Yeah. It looks like, to me, if you asked me what does a popular DJ look like. <laughs> like, if you asked me, like, hey, what's Diplo look like? <laughs> That's what I would what happens, Diplo looks What like. happens if you take off Dead Mouse's mask? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I expect to find. <laughs> Which member of Daft Punk are you, Jared Leto? <laughs> it's just... Lee, it's so... Lee, you went on a tear. And I, I, I read Lee's tweets about it while on the toilet, I think, Saturday morning before the con. And they made me <laughs> chuckle. Oh, I missed those. I had to go find them. It's just... <sighs> It's so fucking DC movie. Yes. That's that that's the the first thing I thought of was just god damn it. It's just so fucking DC movie. They're trying so hard. But like I don't, yeah. you don't have to try that hard. Like it the Joker reeks. doesn't have to try hard to be scary. He's it, a fucking Joker. It reeks of effort. Yeah. Like they put Heath Ledger in some paint with a couple of scars and it was terrifying. That's I mean, you don't have to do this fucking nonsense. <laughs> like, well, I can see where they're coming from with some of the stuff, especially like the grill. You know, they're not giving him scars. They're not giving him the the cartoony smile like Jack Nicholson. So they, but they, because he's the Joker, they had to do something to his smile, and but that's what they, they went. But with. But they tattooed a fucking smile on his forearm, and that's I like the. Smile on the forearm. Yeah, yeah, the smile tattoo I dug. I saw and, and maybe one one ha ha ha. Somebody Yeah. you mean like instead of two different clusters of ha ha ha's one yeah, I mean, cluster? Okay, here's the thing. Most of the body tattoos didn't bug me much. Oh he's if got another would, smile on his hand. Yeah. I didn't even notice that one. It, yeah. If they dressed him kind of like um Brad Pitt's character in Ocean's Eleven, where he's got that huge arm sleeve tattoo, but you don't ever really see it. It kind of peeks it, out, yeah. But it peeks out. He's got a tattoo on his chest, but you don't really see it. It peeks out. It may be one shot of him without the shirt, and, and you see him all once. But for the most part, they're well hidden. They're, they're peeking out. That would be cool. But the head tattoo, <coughs> that's fucking stupid because <laughs> the, you know, the other ones weren't horrible because he's not going to be naked yeah and movie. and we've never I'll bet he is he the, might be well yeah because apparently he's fucking shredded right now he uh jared leto posted a picture of like his his torso and he's just all hugh jackmaned out so it's kind of yeah, like because that's what we need a shredded joke <laughs> doesn't wear a shirt once in the whole goddamn <laughs> I uh, going back to won. the the smile on his forearm. I saw a Photoshop ma- manipulation of this photo where he kind of holds his forearm over his mouth to make it look like the smile tattoo is over his mouth. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Yeah, see that would that would have been fun if it would have been he he that, but that's still kind of fucking hipstery because that's still the the mustache. 
<laughs> gimmick. Yeah, he's he's daddy didn't love me, Joker. <laughs> and somebody made the thing that said, you know, why would Joker not have a grill? There's no way Batman didn't knock his fucking teeth out. <laughs> to that I said, God damn it, they're probably right. <laughs> well, the, I like the grill more than just the rotted teeth. Maybe. Oh, no, no. It's a grill. Yeah, it's a grill for sure. No, no. That, what I'm saying is is I think I like that better than the rotting teeth. Than them being at, rotted, your, yeah. your first inclination. I, I would rather it be the grill, but. Therefore I'd just rather have normal teeth. <laughs> yeah, I just people. regular teeth would be fine. Oh, yeah. That, that too could have. Could have worked. Maybe, maybe some caps to kind of make make his teeth a little more like Jim Carrey in the mask a little bit, and like and like big old I choppers. Can't tell if he's actually got like white skin or if it's just typical DC and it's so fucking desaturated. It just looks like it. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> what do we think his tummy tattoo says? Oh God, I guarantee it was a Joker. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably fucking to you, or he clown had Joker on his belly. Yeah, or clown, or hashtag sequel money. <laughs> <laughs> He's got worried the shit all over him. It's just so silly. It just says thirty seconds to Mars. Yeah, it's just so goddamn silly. <laughs> I do like uh, the notion of uh, Joker having a favorite tattoo artist. Who, uh, you know, he sits with for hours at a time to get these tattoos done. <laughs> and he's so patient. Or does he now, fucking stick a gun in their mouth at the end of every tattoo? Go on. Damn it, I even thought about that. That's that's a time investment, too. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to fucking... I, like, completely fucking forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the best one that I love that came out of it, and it's it, it sucks because it's not even his fault, and he's getting shit for this, <laughs> is the one where they tattooed Ben Affleck with his shirt off and, and did him up Joker style. And he didn't deserve that, but it was pretty funny. I saw a fucking Jared Leto Joker on Sunday at the convention. Yep. Yeah. Did you? I was looking yeah. for one to see if somebody would do it. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy fast. Well, but God. you got to. You guys got to text me when you see that. There's shit. no there. There's no like sewing involved. It's just markers. Like they yeah, they didn't yeah. have to build anything. They just had to dye their hair, fuck with their teeth, and then draw a bunch of tattoos on. That's like one of the simplest cosplays ever. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying. Oh, I, I you know. <sighs> I hope it's so. I hope it's so. I hope it's good. Well, hope it's good. What? What? How real are these stories coming out that it wasn't really the See, the final I'm, image of the movie? I, it was just a celebration. I'm only the, seeing that one source, that movie pilot story that says that, that it's not it's it. not it's not the final Joker. It was just something to celebrate the 75th anniversary. But I highly doubt that because. David Ayer, Ayer posted it. Why would why would they go so far to add all these tattoos just for a a one off shot? But the yeah, because it takes like you know, it's not real tattoo time, but it takes some time. Yeah, to put all that shit on for like a fucking stealth. And he yeah. is the Joker. Why do up the guy playing the Joker <laughs> and then say 
No, that's not how he's going to look right. as the Joker. Don't that, fucking they're do They're going to fucking Ninja Turtle this shit, and, you know, by the time we see the Shredder, he's somebody different. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, Jerry the, Little played by Jenny Knoxville. <laughs> the Somebody get him a suit. He needs a purple suit. They're mad. The one piece of <laughs> evidence that they say says that it's just a promo picture it isn't it's not it's not what he looks like is a set photo of jared leto with the green hair and the shaved eyebrows no tattoos on his face okay fine but he's not wearing a costume either so you know he could just be on set and then a blurry as fuck zoomed in photo of a photo of (laughs) what we assume is leto as the joker in a white suit but it's so fucking grainy and he's wearing a suit if he does have any of the tattoos, you're not going to be able to tell. So, unless they get spooked by the black backlash, this is the Joker we're going to get. See, I mean, I, I can't, I don't know. I, I don't know, like, I'm taking a page out of Ben Big Jim's book here. I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> like, like, I mean. You're just like, like Hitler, DC. So much about it just. Doesn't so much about it. Just, just everything about this fucking movie just screams. Please come see it. <laughs> Please uh, like it. We need some of that Guardians money. Uh, and it's well, just on that same token. You say that you know news broke today that Ben Affleck in his Bruce Wayne getup has been spotted on the Toronto Suicide Squad set. Of course he has. And. Uh, Common has been cast in Suicide Squad in a mystery role. And of course he has. The rumor I saw is that he, uh, he's rumored to be Black Manta. There were nowhere near cool. enough motherfuckers in that movie. <laughs> we got to get Common in there. <laughs> we got to get Common in there. We need Because this movie needs a Black Manta. Like, <laughs> he's got to team up with King Shark so they can be sea people. I mean, fuck it. Why not? Where the fuck are Wendy and Marvin? Let's just get the fucking super friends in this bitch. Like, let's just do it up. <laughs> Like, come on. I just... We got we to gotta talk about something else. <laughs> well, well, let's talk about something else that is also frustrating. Is this Ninja Turtles sequel. Now, you know what? I could probably give this Ninja Turtles sequel a pass if the people making it... Because it's not the same director. It's still Michael Bay is producing. But if the people making it kind of said... You know, that last movie was kind of garbage. Let's just soft reboot, scratch everything, (laughs) and just add some cool stuff to it. Scratch the turtle design, scratch the voices, scratch the continuity from the first one. Okay, you can keep Megan Fox. She's already on set, whatever. And she wasn't the worst part. She wasn't. The fact that she was was the main. The fact that she was the main character was one of the worst parts. Right. She wasn't bad, but. She was the main character, and that, that's not good for a Ninja Turtles movie. Now, and if they were to kind of scrub things clean of the first movie, I, I'd be into the second movie. But, man, they are packing this movie tighter than fucking Suicide Squad. You know, you already got Casey Jones. They announced Tyler Perry as Baxter Stockman, and that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. You know, fuck it. Why not? But it's kind of like when they were talking about Oprah for Amanda Waller. I don't Man, know. I, I don't that. know. The, Tyler Perry seems to be a whole lot less 
choosy with his acting roles. Because well, he only plays an old lady. That's not not the last. He was in one of those fucking. He was some... in Star Trek. Yeah, and he stuck he out was, like a fucking he? sore thumb in Star Trek. Yeah, in Star Trek, and he was in. Uh, he was in. Yeah, like a like a supporting part in Gone Baby Gone or uh, Gone Girl rather. Oh, he was in the adaptation of the Alex Cross. Alex books. Cross, that's the one I was thinking about. Alex Cross, yes. I mean, he does shit besides you know old lady drag, which is you know good for him. But I just don't, unless they're giving him a huge check or he's some sort of crazy Ninja Turtles fan. I don't get it. I don't get like, yeah, Tyler Why Perry can't he be Ninja Turtles fan, huh? Why can't he be Ninja Turtles? I'm not. Fan? I'm not is. saying he can't. I'm saying that's that's one of the He's ways saying, I would get it. Give us a reason it. for this to make sense. Right. Uh. Right. I'm <laughs> saying I would. I would get it if that was the case. I would get it if Tyler Perry was like, I fucking love the Ninja Turtles. I read the comics since way back when. I love. Uh, I like think, he asked to be. I, I think it sucked Baxter. that they turned Baxter Stockman into a white dude on the cartoon. You know that I would get it then, but it seems like a big name. To be playing a supporting cannon fodder character. Unless he's and not a, that. And a big name who isn't necessarily known for his acting. Unless he, like I said, unless he's not a cannon fodder character. Lee! Like, not for nothing, stop we've defending not... Tyler Perry as Baxter Stockman. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> right this things, second. <laughs> this is like, this is the one of the first things these turtle movies have done that I'm kind of like, you know what? Okay. What? Right on. Oh my god! I got no beef with Tyler Perry's Baxter Stockman. I just, <laughs> I just don't. And you know, and maybe part of it is the simple fact that you know we've never seen Baxter Stockman in a movie before. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm okay with it. Ridiculous. I okay. got no beef with it. Okay, okay. I, I, I will take you at your word. But then today they announced that uh, Brian T, who was one of the Asians in the Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know which one. I don't know if he was the bad Asian, the good Asian, the yeah, Hawkeye Asian. Yeah, he might have been the one with the sword monster. I really don't know. The sword monster Asian, uh, uh, train Asian. Who knows? But he has signed on to play the Shredder, which is confusing. It's so confusing. Because didn't we have a Shredder in the first one? Yeah, he was in there. He was like in that whole 45 seconds shot with him in the ropes. Yeah. So, what? I mean... It, originally, they said that William Fitchner was supposed to be the Shredder. A, a white guy, so let's not be surprised. Yeah, or, originally they said that William Fitchner was supposed to be the Shredder, but then they they backtracked on that and they, put <laughs> they some, called him back to shoot a scene where, in fact, it was not him. Yeah, then they put some fucking random rando Asian in there as the Shredder, and now they're like, okay, well, we actually have to put the Shredder in this next movie, so we might as well cast someone real instead of just some tall dude in the fucking shadows because I don't think William Fishner is answering our calls (laughs) (laughs) he got shot right in the fucking chest so he didn't make it out of it he's pretty pretty dead yeah he was wearing under armor though so yeah that stuff's pretty resilient there's some set photos with Stephen Amell as Casey Jones so that's the thing that's happening and looks you know what he looks like fucking Stephen Amell with a sure hockey does. stick. <laughs> uh, Rob said Tyler Perry was really good in Gone Girl. Hey, yeah, I I didn't see Gone Girl, so I, I apologize. So good, I apologize for my ignorance. 
But fucking yeah. Tyler Perry as Baxter Stockman, you guys. They asked uh, CM Punk about Casey Jones, and he said that he uh, didn't get that part, but he did audition for something else that has not been cast yet. Huh. So CM Punk might end up being in this shit somehow. In <laughs> Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Huh. Weird. They didn't give him Casey? Yeah, but he auditioned. He didn't audition for that. He auditioned for something else, and that ha- part has not been announced yet. So he may be in this fucking turtle movie. Crang. <laughs> oh, but he he said he auditioned for Ninja Turtles, not just he auditioned for some uh, something else. No, 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 no. He, Ninja Turtles. He auditioned for a part in Ninja Turtles That's that has not been cast yet. Weird. CM Punk is Usagi Ojimbo. <laughs> 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 fucking rock city. Oh, uh, that's Great. hilarious. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, hey, Probably. Bre- breaking news. Uh-oh. Breaking news. Suicide Squad adds Twilight actor. What? The Suicide Squad news keeps coming. Days after director and screenwriter David Ayer revealed a look at Jared Leto as a heavily tattooed Joker to a very vocal online response, Variety has word of a new casting addition. Alex Mraz, who played werewolf Paul Lahote in multiple Twilight movies, has joined Warner Brothers' upcoming DC Comics-based film in an as-yet-unrevealed as re- role. In an as-yet-unwritten a- role. <laughs> There's a werewolf named Paul? Yeah. How about that? Hey, Paul. You ready <laughs> to fight these shit. vampires? <laughs> Come on, Jeff. We got, we got to fight some vampires, Jeff. <laughs> Anybody seen Larry? <laughs> Get Tim. We got to go. <laughs> Heidi ho. Uh. Oh, guys, sorry. Alphonse is sick today. He can't come. <laughs> oh, oh, man. God damn it. Okay, moving on. Sony announced at CinemaCon last week that they're going to do an animated Spider-Man film set to release on July 20th, 2018. Lord and Miller on hand to write and produce. So that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. The only thing going against it is it's at Sony. Yeah, that sounds awesome, though. Those guys just... I mean, 21 and 22 Jump Street, that shit was at Sony. I mean... Those guys have yet to make anything that wasn't just fucking excellent. That is the best thing they could have done. They're going to fuck around and make the best Spider-Man movie yet. Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could happen. Why the hell not? I'm all about it. And it's weird how they described it. They said it's... Let me let me pull up the article real quick. Because <clears throat> at first they reported that it was going to be in continuity with the the MCU. It says the animated film is said to coexist... With live-action Spidey film projects, though it will exist independently of the projects in the live-action Spider-Man universe, all of which are continuing. What? No, what that doesn't mean? make any sense. <laughs> what? That sentence has no resolution. <laughs> oh God! But hey, that is the be- but. I thought I remember seeing like. Geez, like just two weeks ago, they were supposed to be doing the Flash movie. Yeah, I mean they they still could. When's the Flash movie supposed to come out? Because they they you know it's animation, so that's a that's true. That that's a totally different kind of timeline. True. Yeah, maybe they could get fucking emo Flash in there. 
Spider-Man's animated feature film debut, debut has a release date of July 20th, 2018, roughly a year after the scheduled release date of Sony and Marvel's live-action Spidey film, July 28th, 2017. Hmm. An age of goddamn wonders, people. <laughs> All right, so we got some C2E2 comic book news. Yeah, we do. Uh, announced at his panel, but apparently leaked before the panel. CM Punk is going to write an ongoing Drax the Destroyer series, uh, which is funny. Uh, once somebody mentioned it, that he's basically writing a character that was played by Batista in the movies, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's st- he says he's still gunning for Punisher, but I guess they're kind of giving him a tryout with this as an ongoing. And then he, he says it'll happen, just not anytime soon. Uh, you know, they're all, all the Guardians are going to get a fucking. No, with solo this, series. that will be every one of the Guardians has a solo book. Oh, I didn't realize Gamora yeah. was already on, on tap. It's not out yet, but it's yeah, coming. It's announced. Same with Groot. Wait, Groot has one now? He's going to, yeah. That's goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I figured they'd just go with the Rocket Raccoon one since he's a supporting character in that one. Oh, he's getting his own. So, and Star-Lord has his own? Yeah. Yeah, and that really one's good actually too. great. I like that book a lot. Yeah, it's really good. And yeah, then... So, all of them. Um, Brian Azzarello. Point out, point out during the panel that the uh, cover for Drax number one has Cole Cabana as a scroll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there, there was a spot towards the... Uh, about the middle of the panel, everybody's coming up to ask questions, whatever, and everybody's, you know, Mr. Punking him and CM Punking him and shit like that. And some guy comes up to the mic and says, uh, hey, Phil. And there's a couple of hisses in the crowd and shit because people get all up to you about calling him Phil. And the guy says, he says, so uh, what gives you more pressure? Uh, getting in the ring to fight or getting an email from your editor at Marvel? And he says, why, do you know my editor at Marvel? And he says, I am your editor at Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. It's a good little bit. It's a good That's bit. funny. And then oh. Brian Azzarello announced that he what is fuck? working on Dark Knight 3, The Master Race with oh, Frank no. Miller. I didn't realize that saying. this was announced at C2E2. It was brought up uh, in the in the office while I was there. I just thought it was new news. I didn't think Azarello was even at C2E2. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, officially I titled The Dark Knight 3. Right before I saw Gil Simone knock over a trash can. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. What? Yeah. Share this story. I was walking back to the hotel one night, and, like, you know the little bistro? Well, you know, the little bistro guy there in the lobby. Where the fucking bistro things happen. Uh, she was walking around and she just walked right into this trash can and shit went fucking everywhere. <laughs> and I looked down and I said, Trash can, go home, you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and she had her hands full and I had my hands full. Otherwise, I would have helped, but her husband fucking puts everything up. And so the three of us had this bit all the way back to the elevator about the dangerous substance abuse if you're a trash can. <laughs> but that shit uh... went flying. <laughs> That it just reminds me of Jill Thompson and Meg going over a couch together. Hey, shit happens. Year two. <laughs> Some just delightful moments. Uh, the Dark Knight 3, The Master Race, uh, will run for eight issues. 
It is scheduled to be released twice a month starting late fall 2015. Shit. I didn't know that. That's it's dangerous putting Frank Miller on something called the Master Race these days. Yeah. Uh, I'm I mean he probably came up with that title. Right? There's no way he didn't. No, there's no, no way. way. He didn't. No way. And they're like, "Okay, look. How about we how about we just let you draw a book <laughs> called The Master Race? We can't in good conscience let you write a book called The Master Race." Well, I think it was Mahoney, maybe Kelly, maybe Tito, maybe all of them. We were discussing it, and it was like, well, you know, Frank Miller did Dark Knight Returns, so this is kind of his baby, but he's an insane racist old man these days, so we got Brian Azzarello there to uh, translate the racism out of it. Yeah. Still keep the meat of it, but get rid of the crazy. Yeah, but I mean, he's, you know, he also did Dark Knight Strikes Again, which would have been very different had 9-11 not happened in the fucking middle of it. Yep. Like, that is, it's, it's a fascinating comic to read. We, through that prism, it's fucking spellbinding. Yeah, you need to know the context of it. Yeah, like, you know, it was happening, it was a thing, everyone's all excited about it, and then, you know, fucking while he's drawing, and that shit happens... And it drove him insane. Yeah, he just <laughs> shattered his whole goddamn worldview. <laughs> and then he hates the Browns. So much. And you get Holy Terror. Yeah. Uh, which Frank- is a comic about Batman fighting brown people. Frank Miller no, would not be a fan Holy of Terror Team Brown. Fighting brown people, obviously. <laughs> Frank Miller is strongly on Team Niza Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, I'm just saying, if it's C2E2 next year, you might want to keep your distance, Jose, just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, there's a couple shades of Frank Miller just starts running at you, screaming, You did this. <laughs> or he'll fucking uh, make his way into your dreams. Because <laughs> he looks like fucking Freddy Krueger these days, goddammit. <laughs> just like Freddy Krueger. I'm really hoping Azarello takes whatever insane plot that Frank Miller has and turns it into something good. I because no, like I don't know what you do. Like as for as bad as Holy Terror was, it was some of Miller's best art in years. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like I, I don't really truly. I don't know what story you tell. Yeah, I don't know world now. Like. I don't know what's left to do there. Because I sure shit to this day really can't tell you what Dark Knight Strikes Again is really about. No, and the fucked up thing is we're all going to need to reread that going in. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, but it's, when's it's, the last time you read that? <laughs> it's been a hot minute. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it, 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 it's crazy. It looks like garbage. Like it doesn't even look good. Like it's not no, even like it oh, it really doesn't. Like how like how, like Holy Terror, you know, it's crazy, but it looks great, you know. Yeah, Dark Knight Strikes Again just looks like hot garbage. They didn't even bother like like they didn't even bother trying to render the color. Like fuck it, flat everything. Yeah, the colors are really weird in that book. Yeah, oh, man. I don't God, know. I'm not looking forward to that now. <laughs> I was looking forward to, to the Master Race just to see what the hell it was, but now that I 
Remember it off to read Dark Knight oh. Strikes again beforehand. You, you were looking forward <laughs> yeah. to the Master Race? So was Hitler, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> we all oh, saw how God. that worked out. Now time traveling dad's disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I think we just summoned Kerouac. <laughs> <laughs> you just say Frank Cho three times and he appears. <laughs> and our next story, <laughs> speaking of Frank Cho... Uh, Hasbro and IDW are going to have an all-female Transformers team, and DC and Mattel are launching DC Superhero Girls. Both are supposed to have uh, both action figures and books. There, it, it, it's it's definitely a push to get uh, young female readers involved in both properties. And I mean, you can't really call that a bad thing. But then again. Well, the- let me the just put the Transformer stuff is 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 very much fan driven. They uh last year they did a fan-built character like they they ran polls on the website, the official Transformers website, and that's where Windblade came from. Like, you know, the like parts of her personality and her alt mode and the fact that she's a female like that was all driven by the fans. That's where Windblade came from and she's been a really interesting addition to the universe. And they did now, you know, Combiner Wars is the big thing now and so that's they did a, a fan built like they wanted to hey, design the new combiner. You know, what do they turn into? What do they like? And fucking all you know, females won by a fucking landslide. So now they're going to craft these five new characters. They're all going to be female Transformers. They're going to combine and shit, which is pretty cool. Pretty rad. And I think they're going to delve a little bit more. They're, they're, they're kind of teasing out and playing with, you know, why are there female Transformers a little bit too, which is interesting. Which people get uppity about that. About like, oh, it had to be reading for female Transformers. Like, well, yeah, there kind of does. Robots like sex too. I think if they don't, like, you know, like, it's, it's, you know, it's established very much that there are no, they're a genderless society that do not sexually reproduce, like in any capacity. So it's very weird that there would be a distinction between the two. But there was, they did a little bit of it when they brought RC in a few years ago and you know some of the some of the characters have noticed that you know have noted that they do instinctually refer to Windblade and Nautica and Chromia as she's where they really have no you know the, the, something that they do and they're like why the hell why the hell why, why do we do that that's weird right because they do got we call you she's that's they strange ha- they have to know? get an oil change every month yeah like, why, why is that a thing that we do <laughs> so they're definitely playing the siege for that I'm kind of interested to see where they go with it uh, because yeah like uh, all the honestly, all three of those characters have been really, really great additions. Nautica's a lot of fun, and I this makes me happy because there may be a chance at me getting a Nautica toy after all. Because I was kind of bummed out we wouldn't have that. <laughs> it's good times, and uh, my my daughter is fucking all about this DC superhero shit, man. Because like those are those designs are simple and colorful and bright as fuck. Like she's all about it. I was like, what do you think about that shit? She just lost her damn mind. So, <laughs> good on you. She's all about that. Sold. My yeah, that's- one criticism, and this is a privileged white male talking here, let me preface that, is we've got this fucking groundswell of female fans right now that grew up in the 80s, 90s, and are a large part of of fandom as it is right now. However, in the 80s and 90s, they didn't have an all-female Transformers team. 
They didn't have DC superhero girls, but somehow they, despite all that, despite not being catered to, not being represented, they still stuck with the fandom, and they're here today, and and they're making changes today. It seems to me a lot of them came to it later, though. Oh, Kelly, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. I mean, not dare. all of them, but, but just, just from my experience at work, a lot of them have come to it later. Well, then that uh, disproves my point. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was under the assumption that a lot of these fangirls have been fangirls since since back in the day. And, you know, they latched on to the few female characters that appealed to them. And, you know, their fandom grew as they got older and they found more stuff that spoke to them. And, you know, they demand more stuff that would speak to them. Like, you know, Mary's been a, a nerd girl since she was a kid. She She likes Star Wars and Star Trek and... I know, like, Spazzy has been all about Batman and Catwoman since back in the day. Even, you know, like, something as simple as Batman the Animated Series, I know a lot of current uh, female fans point to as something that got them into things. Mostly because it's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I'm, but- not dis- I'm, not di- I'm not saying there aren't the the women that have always been there but i'm just saying to just from like what i've experienced at work it seems a lot of women have just come to it later in life well i mean you can say that for for some some dudes too oh yeah oh for sure you know it's it's, people want to be represented absolutely people want to be represented you know that's the same anybody and it's not a bad thing when you stretch the imagination not by a long shot no I'm all about it, but yeah. To, but to your point, yeah, you know, it was all right. <laughs> it, was, it was okay, <laughs> or maybe it wasn't. It's just the way that it was. And I, you know, there's been a lot of discussion lately of, you know, companies not producing enough merchandise for the female characters. Like there was the whole thing about Gamora being left off the Guardians merchandise, and uh, you know, Black Widow's not getting represented enough with the Age of Ultron stuff. And again, you know, that's been a thing since back in our day. Oh, yeah. I remember, you know, with superpowers, we had fucking Wonder Woman. That was it. G.I. Joe, we had Lady J, Scarlet, Baroness, essentially. Jinx, maybe. And the fucking Batgirl figure was one per case. It was super hard to find. Right. Oh, yeah. And they were always hard to find. Fucking April O'Neil. April O'Neil was impossible to find until they re-released her, you know. Uh, He-Man, you had Tila and Evelyn, and then eventually She-Ra, you know. And as as a boy collector as a kid, you know, I didn't turn my nose up at the female characters. I wanted them. I, they were part of the universe. I wanted them to yeah, be... Yeah, that was a weird notion I never got. Is that, yeah, they always say, the, uh, well, we do, we do that because boys don't want to buy girl toys, and we're trying to sell toys to boys. Like, I, I want them. Yeah. I want the whole fucking team. I like, think the real issue is some dads don't want to be want don't want to buy boys girl toys yeah that might be it Mm -hmm. you know i wanted my My boy ain't blaming old barbie (laughs) well yeah (laughs) and you know i 
I was a little perv, you know, from back in the day. So I loved my fucking female action figures. I thought yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, because otherwise it's just dudes banging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were hot, man. I was into them. Yeah, it's for for as much as it is a very much clear pander move, it fucking worked because my kid is all over it. So you 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 done you done all right, DC. You're fucking done all right. Yeah, and DC in doing this, DC is hereby distancing themselves from Marvel and getting a leg up on this new market, newer market, considering that, you know, Marvel and Disney that that whole setup is Disney has Princesses for little girls, superheroes, and Star Wars for little boys, and that's the the way they want it. Yeah, now, they, the nearer the two shall meet. Mm-hmm. And and if DC says, "Well, fuck it, we'll have superheroes for little girls too," then they're going to get that little girl superhero money. It's out there. I'm going to buy so much Batgirl shit for this kid next year. We <laughs> <laughs> be all over the goddamn place. And. Speaking of gender issues in fandom, uh, let's talk about Chris Evans and Jeremy Renner on the press tour for Avengers Age of Ultron. I can Poor Chris Evans and Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I feel bad for this. (laughs) I only have to assume these guys have never been on the internet. Never. (laughs) Never. They must not have ever been on the internet. Uh, In his apology, Jeremy Renner says something to the effect of, I really didn't think people would just be upset. About fictional a character. joke about a fictional character. I'm like, oh, you stupid man, <laughs> stupid man. Uh, I wish I could find the quote. Like, I, I wish I had a time code on one of these videos, or or else I would play it. Uh, but essentially, they said that Black Widow, in, in discussion about. Uh, Black Widow kind of going towards the Hulk in in the new Age of Ultron movie. And, you know, in the past, in the comics, she's been with Hawkeye. She's been with uh, Cap. You know, they kind of ask Jeremy Renner and Chris Evans about this on the press tour about, you know, her different relationships. And they call her a slut and they call her a whore. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, but not so ha, ha, ha funny. Chica hamburguesa. He was on. He was on. You're on camera. You you can't. You can't do that on camera. People lose their fucking minds. They seemed like they I were wonder, a little bit drunk and a little, uh, at least punch drunk from you know doing so many interviews. That's what Jimmy yes. Renner said. Renner, or maybe it was Chris. One of the guys like you know that we, we was a juvenile thing that we did after a grueling day of media. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah so. I want to know how long they had been doing the press junk. How many people had asked them that exact same fucking question? <laughs> yeah. Because you have to do something to entertain yourself at some point in those. Yeah, no, like, this is such a long, long day. You know they've asked them that a million times. Oh, yeah. And so, finally, at one point, Jeremy was like, because she's a slut. <laughs> like, after a hundred semi-sincere answers, fuck it, because she loves the dick. <laughs> Why not? You know, and and this comes on the heels of the fact that Black Widow isn't getting represented in merchandise, yeah, that's and bogus, doesn't that's have yeah, that's weird. doesn't have a solo movie 
so it just added fuel to the fire. But it's Chris Evans and Jeremy Renner. I don't think there will be any lasting ramifications from this. Oh no, they're already over no. it. You know. No, they're they're already over it. They're but beautiful man, was- men that play Avengers. They got caught up in the moment. They, you know, they they took their lickings. You know, they're not going to be haunted by this for years <laughs> like Back. you know you know street level comic creators that might say no, or do Chris Evans said motherfucker shit. I went to two two children's, two children's hospital costume what the fuck did you do <laughs> <laughs> he says I'm a delight <laughs> look at these pecs with <laughs> <laughs> a dreamy beard oh man and that's the apparently the uh, Age of Ultron is going to get the. Uh, they're going to put the extended edition on the Blu-ray. That's kind of exciting. And it's on pace to have the biggest opening of all time. Well, obviously, it's getting some mixed reviews. I've seen. Yeah. Good but ass. flawed. I've seen a lot. Yeah, that's what I've seen. I'm convinced those people are just assholes that want to say it's flawed. And really, after that first. You know, religious experience that was the Avengers. It's it's gonna be Ghostbusters two to Ghostbusters one, no matter how you look at it. <laughs> well, like they, they said, the original cut was like three and a half hours long. Jesus Christ! Jeez. But then again, yeah. it could be, you know, Cap Winter Soldier good. Yeah, who knows? It could. Be I think they really they had to cut time. out a whole lot of stuff. So, I mean, there's definitely some stuff that got left cut. I, I'm already looking forward to. The, that extended cut, but I'm also looking forward to going to seeing it twice opening weekend because that's just in like two days, guys. Yeah, in yeah. in two nights from now, I'm seeing Avengers: Age of Ultron. Hey, nice. What that scene from the trailer? Oh, oh man, <laughs> you wouldn't even believe it. I got you. I got you, Kelly. <laughs> I got you. Callbacks. Well, yeah, I'll be I'll be seeing this later because I'm. I'm waiting until Jordan is out of school so we can see it together. So I'm just... No one spoil it, but if you do, I'll just hate you on the inside. <laughs> oh. I'll tr- I-, I save my public talk about movies like that until Tuesday on the podcast. I don't, I don't post on it about Twitter. I don't post on it about Facebook publicly. I wait until the Tuesday and then just fucking unload on it. So, you know, I may have to take next week off then. (laughs) Yeah, you may have to. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm thinking I will. Tell Jordan to get her fucking priorities straight. (laughs) I would say we could uh, bring Mahoney on, but he's going to be at Disney. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a weekend. God damn it. That is a weekend. I'm gonna go to Disney. I'm gonna go see Age of Ultron. And I'm gonna go to Disney. Uh, and then, yeah. like after going to C two E two, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then after, it leads a charmed life. Yeah, it's, it's oh, fucking nuts. <sighs> All right, let's uh, talk about combo. Let's get the fuck out of here. Why not? Excuse me. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands every time you turn the page. You have to wash your hands. Um. 
Okay, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I read a spoiler story today about the uh, Free Comic Book Day Ninja Turtles book that oh. may or may <laughs> not confirm speculation about a certain turtle. Yeah, well, keep that shit to yourself, son. I just did. That's right. I appreciate that. Thank you very much for using your better judgment. Uh, yeah, not all that. Despite, you know... Not having anything but being surrounded by comics all weekend long. I didn't get a chance to read a whole lot of comics. <laughs> That's the way that shit goes, I on, think. On the flight home, Mary read the first eight issues of Sex Criminals. That's a good flight. What would she think? Uh, she seemed to dig it. She she okay. said there was a lot of background detail she found herself getting lost in. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. One of my favorite bits is when they're at the hotel and it's like, there's like a... Marquis says, you know, X amount, you know, 321 days since a murder, and the guy's, like, taking the letters off with a ladder. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so what, what did we read, though? I did read um, uh, Amazing X-Men, which is pretty good. Uh, it's the final bit with Colossus and the Juggernaut. Uh, the Black Vortex finale happened. Uh, that was pretty good. Pretty satisfying. Yeah. Wrap that shit up a nice little bow. Like, it was a nice... I mean, a really well-crafted crossover story. It's you know, really can't find any fault now. They 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 did some stuff. They changed because uh, I got a whole bunch of stuff, and I found myself looking at the beginning of books and thinking, "Well, son of a bitch, you know, all these books are after Black Vortex, so I got to read this one first. And then I haven't had a chance to go back and read the other ones. But like, you know, it's it should you know, it, it, at bare minimum, you know, Groot and Gamora and fucking you know. Time displaced angel and shit should look radically different going forward. Yeah, which is kind of. But neat. who knows if that'll stick around after Secret War? Because again, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Not really, <laughs> you know. Like I don't know what the hell they're doing really. Um, and then there's we, I didn't talk about it when the first issue came out, but there is this cool uh, Spider-Man story going on called Spiral. Uh, yeah, and, that's actually really solid. Yeah, and, the, and these point one issues, because it's like we can't just make it a fucking miniseries anymore. It has to be a weird point issues. Uh, but it's Jerry Conway writing it and Carlo Barberi drawing it and it's really, really good. It's uh, Spider-Man and the Wraith, which is the, uh, one, the detective kind of going up against Hammerhead and uh, and the 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 Sith New Goblin King. She's not Hobgoblin. I'm not sure who that guy is. Or maybe it is Hobgoblin. I'm not I sure. I think it is Hobgoblin. But he, he's the Goblin King now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been really really good. It looks great. It's you know just really well written. It's you know Jerry Conway jumping right in to like you know this modern era Spider Man like he never missed a step. Like he's yeah. doing it forever. Like it's really masterfully done man. really quite good. This is the kind of story I've missed in Spider-Man since probably Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, you don't really get street-level Spider-Man stories anymore. Like, they're, every story kind of feels like a event almost. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 accurate, you know. And then this it's just really really good. It's entertaining and just a lot of fun, man. And uh, the only other one I got a chance to read all the way through was. Windblade, which is always good, of course, and then fucking Avengers World, which apparently this is the one where they explain why Shang-Chi can turn into multiple Shang-Chis. See, when it happened in Avengers a while back, I thought maybe I'd just, you know, block it out, but I guess they never really... No, it happened in the eight months we missed. Yeah, I thought maybe they never really showed it, I guess, but this is in here now, and 
for as much as they said that this Avengers World arc was going to be showing and filling in the holes, they're really only kind of half-assing that. <laughs> like, they're not really doing that. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but, like, there's, like, a scene with Namor, and then Shang-Chi goes to one of the origin bombs, which is a thing that I completely have blocked out of my mind. I swear to God, I forgot about it. I don't even... What is that? That's the thing that happened, like, at the very beginning of his run where the Ex-Nilios came from. Oh, shit, yeah, okay. Like, you know, those bombs, you know, went off in, like, 12 capital cities. Yeah. And, you know, transformed a segment of the population, and yet it was never mentioned anywhere else but those fucking Avengers books. Fuck, that was a long time ago. Yeah, really long time ago. I feel like Hickman is the kind of guy that just loves the smell of his own farts. (laughs) Just loves that shit. And, you know, this shows some weird, like, hallucination dream thing where at the end of it Shang-Chi can turn into multiple Shang-Chi's when it's like you know they just turn other people into monsters yeah like, like right away like with no no fucking spirit quest or whatever the fuck so I, I, I don't understand I don't understand <laughs> like I, just, I just don't get it I greatly enjoyed your bit on uh, Secret Warriors though Kelly as thank you I had forgotten how much that shit was about, like, Leviathan and Hydra and shit. I totally forgot. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said in the article, as I was reading it, like, every issue, I'd just bring up my phone, open the notepad document I had going, <laughs> just write about each issue. No, not a bad way to do it. But, yeah, it definitely went off the rails at the end. Maybe because yeah, I knew it was getting canceled or whatever. But like you said, it just stopped being about those characters that made it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all I got for this week. Cause I got I to gotta catch up today and tomorrow. For sure. What you got, Kelly? Oh, you gotta read Ninjack. I do. It's. I got it. I got it. I got yeah. it. Not ready yet. Oh, I don't want to say much <laughs> about it. It's. It's just so fucking good. It's, it's super cool. It's super cool. I, I. I will just say this one bit that's amazing. So the bad guy he was trying to like get in with last issue. He that guy takes him to a nightclub, and all of the employees at the nightclub seem to be, like animals that are all drugged up and put in tuxedos what yes that's incredible <laughs> i wish i had thought to ask matt kent about that when i talked to him when i was chris farleying <laughs> i was looking forward to the chance for ninjack to meet ninjap yes he said he told me that you were gonna see some of those oh, like some awesome. of the other ninjacks that's awesome Yes. Thank you and for that, bringing Ninjak into my life. Oh, oh, no problem. <laughs> I will preach the gospel of Ninjak as long as I can. <laughs> as long as there's air in these lungs. <laughs> Don't say it, Ninjak. <laughs> what else did I read this week? I read the first issue of Captara, which was pretty good. Have that, have not read it. Yeah, and it's kind of not what you expect it to be. <laughs> It starts off as like this, you know, kind of Star Trekky sci-fi thing, and by the end, it feels like this is going to be Zdarsky and Kagan McLeod doing their version of Masters of the Universe. All right. Yeah, it's pretty great. So I'd recommend picking that up. And yeah, that's by the artist of Sex Criminals. Is the artist of Sex Criminals is writing that? So Mary might be interested in that. Nice. He's also reading, writing Howard the Duck, which is yes. fucking delightful. 
And then the only other thing I'll talk about r- briefly is I read the Free Comic Book Day DC offering from this year, Divergence. And if you are reading Batman, Superman, or Justice League, this is a thing you need to pick up and read. Because if you don't, you'll kind of be lost. So, okay, so that's where the shit's happening. It's not happening in Convergence shits. It's all right. in this thing. Where, where it's all in this down. thing. In a free comic book day book. Yep. This is where we're introduced to the new Batman. This is where they introduce a new status quo for Superman. And we also get a lead into the Dark Side War. So the free comic book day book that even though even if your shop goes apeshit on, they're not going to have enough. <laughs> it's essential reading to the Convergence event. Not Convergence. Yeah, nothing to do with Convergence. Yeah, they just have a name that sounds similar. It's just because called Divergence. What? Yep. But I thought this was where they showed the bunny Batman. Yeah, right. but that's not tied to Convergence. I thought that was Convergence. Nope, that's normal Batman. What? <laughs> yep, that's that's who Batman's going to be now. A rabbit? Yep. Because something happens at the end of the Joker story that leads to that. Okay. See, I thought fucking rabbit robot Jim Gordon Batman, I thought that was like a a, a flashpoint thing for Convergence. Oh, no, no, no. That's the real Batman going forward. Yeah, that's just Batman now. Oh, how about how about fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> because apparently, spoilers, everyone, if you haven't read issue 40 of Batman, which comes out tomorrow, uh, apparently Batman and the Joker kill each other or something. Huh. But so then we have because we of have, convergence, all that shit can get erased. No, no. <laughs> convergence is literally just killing time. Yeah, convergence doesn't tie to anything. But I thought Earth it was. Two. I thought it was like a. But isn't kind of uh, Secret Wars and Battle World? Isn't that kind of like a? Like but a, Battle World and Secret World for for all their warts is going to matter going forward. Yes, convergence won't. No, no. Convergence is happening really and truly because DC's moving. They moved. Yeah. They and just need like, to have two months of stuff in the can to put out in the months that they won't be able to work on anything. Yeah. So they just put this together so they have something to publish in the two months while they're moving the offices. It doesn't matter. Uh, That's the sound of me yawning at the idea of Convergence. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really dumb. Yeah. For as much as, you know, the tagline for the thing was this is the thing that makes you know that every comic matters. Boy, it doesn't matter. The fact that it doesn't matter really is kind of fucking hilarious. You know, I actually read three of the Convergence tie-ins this week. Did you feel like I an read, asshole? I read Swamp Thing, Superboy and the Legion, and New Teen Titans. And while they weren't bad, they all followed the same exact formula, which made me feel like I read the same thing three times. Because it's just, Dome comes down, oh, they lost their powers. Oh, wait, here's Telos talking to us about having to fight someone. Uh, Dome goes back up, hey, we've got our powers. Who are these people to fight? End the issue. It's the same thing in all three (laughs) issues. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. For for all its fault, I I hope that, you know, that Secret Wars is good and that they can, you know, not fuck everything up like 
My my biggest fear about Secret Wars is that they're going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, for as much as they have, you know, they, they said in the fucking announcement thing, oh, we don't think our continuity is broken. That's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. Then what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop doing this. What you're going to do is going to break it. Asshole. I think they were just like, hey, let's put out a bunch of crazy shit that might get some peop- some lapsed fans back into stuff. Yeah, for six, for however long it lasts. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's there's a bunch of people that I've heard talking about, like, they're super psyched to read Old Man Logan. Yeah, because that was, that was fucking cool. Yeah. So, I mean, this could be a strategy just to get some lapsed fans back and try and get them back into what they started with. Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting. I just, it's not, honestly, really and truly, it's not the, it's not Secret Wars that I'm worried about. It's what comes after it. That's got yes. me really nervous. Wasn't it Gavin specifically who was like, oh shit, old man Logan, I'm in now. Yeah, that was Gavin. Uh, uh, speaking of old man Logan, I didn't include it in the news this week because it was just rumor and speculation. But apparently X-Men Apocalypse and the next Wolverine movie will be the last X-Men movies in the, the Singer universe. So they'll right. they'll kind of... You know, shut that down and reboot it after that. But they're talking that Wolverine three is going to be an old man Logan story. I would actually be really okay with that. Yeah, that could be. But there's so much of old man Logan that they can't touch. That's right, because it's really predicated upon the whole Marvel universe. There's a lot of Marvel universe shit in there because they can't X-Men use the Hulks. They would just have they to be X Men universe. But there, I don't think there's a single X-Men thing in the Old Man Logan story. No, Old Man Logan is about... It's the story of Wolverine and Hawkeye driving across the U- the U.S. in the spider buggy going to fight Red Skull in Vegas. And the Hulk's fucked up kids. Yeah, and the Hulk's fucked up inbred kids. And then there's a T-Rex that has the Venom symbiote on it. So, like, literally none of those things. They have the license <laughs> well, you can... It would put be, in the movie. It would be Wolverine and, um, let's say, <laughs> Nightcrawler driving across the country in Cyclops' car. <laughs> and they go to Vegas <laughs> to fight Apocalypse and um, Cyclops' fucked up sons. I think you just fucking you just mad lib the script, Old Man Logan. <laughs> You guys got anything? Jose? Nice? Nope. I ain't read shit. Bet you're right. I started to read um, Loki, trust me, in the show office, but I got tired and I went to bed. On the floor. That Loki book is really good, actually. I'm all about that Loki book. So, no more Loki kid. He's Loki 20-something-year-old guy? Yeah, no, he got aged up at the end of uh, Young Avengers. Yeah. They got to make him legal. Which was also really quite good. Yeah. But they, like I said, I was talking last week about how they, they've fucking long gamed Loki the past couple of years. Like, they really have. But in a really interesting way. Like, it's, it's no bullshit. Like, it's pretty good. But yeah, good stuff. Hey, man, I got no beef with Loki. You guys. <laughs> This time next week, we're going to be talking about Age of Ultron. It's going to be a post-Age of Ultron world. And I'll be hiding in a bunker. I applaud your restraint on this subject, sir. 
Like, I'm not even kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll be okay because I'm honestly not expecting there to be any super big reveals. Well, anything. It's still fucking Age of Ultron. And it's kind of like, I think I'll, you can figure out the story beats well enough that if I do hear any spoilers, it won't upset me that much. I mean, they're going to win. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're probably going to be all right at the end of it. I don't know. Uh, Some things I've read have said it's going to be like an Empire Strikes Back ending. Oh, no shit. You should probably go watch it, Kelly. (laughs) After... Guardians of the Galaxy and the Howard Duck fiasco, I have to see it on opening night. Like, if Mary couldn't make it, if Jose couldn't make it, and I had to go see a 7 o'clock showing of Age of Ultron by myself on a Thursday night, I would have. In fact, that's what Mahoney is doing. Mahoney bought nine tickets to see Age of Ultron on Thursday night for, you know, him, his wife, uh, his parents, and, uh, you know, a few other people. And it ended up that none of them could go. So he's saying, fuck it, and going by himself and having a lot of chairs yeah, around I'd do it. that. <laughs> yeah. I'd fucking fuck scalp I- them shits. You know it's going to sell yeah, out. Why doesn't yeah. he sell them? I would scalp the fuck out of those. Because Mahoney is rich of heart. He's got Sears bucks coming out of his ass. He's rich of heart, but I'd rather be rich of money. Yeah, that, that ain't too shabby either. Like, are they IMAX or are they just regular price tickets? I don't know. I'm not his fucking secretary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we you know we actually we pre-ordered the tickets because you know when Avengers came out, that shit was ridiculous. Trying to get in, and this it's going to be the biggest goddamn movie ever. So, Furious Seven can suck a dick. It's <laughs> Avengers time. Suck it, Paul Walker. Yeah. R.I.P. No disrespect. Just saying. You and your dead ass aren't Ultron. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe he Maybe is. that's the fucking spoiler you need to watch out for. One thing that we didn't mention about our weekend that, you know, I can kind of mention. It's not really, you know, insider information or anything like that. But Sunday night, we got invited out to dinner with the Reed Pop folks. And we actually got to sit next to uh, the founder and his wife of Emerald City Comic Con and got to oh, nice. talk to them for a good while. So cross, crossing our fingers that 2015, we make it out to Seattle. Ooh, that'd be rad. That'd be cool. I have to go. Good times. We put our pitch pants on, man. We were, fucking, <laughs> we, we were throwing out ideas like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> so that's our fucking, that's it. That's, this, this is episode 100, man. Episode 100. It's, that, it's still... Jose, that wasn't one of the things you told me not to say, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's episode 100. Join us next week. We'll be in a post-Age of Ultron world. What will we have to look forward to? Ant-Man, motherfuckers. That's right. This is coming out in like two months. Jurassic World, homie world looks so fucking dumb. Oh, I can't wait to see those dumb as fuck dinosaurs. Uh, what the fuck else? Something else comes out in May. Mad Max, right? Mad Max? And then, yeah, I don't uh, give a fuck about that. I think Mad Max looks pretty cool. That's, that's probably. Pretty, a, I've never seen a Mad Max movie, but it looks kind of rad. That's probably a dude's night out, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, There's some Disney movie, I think, that comes out in May. I don't know. 
I'm into it though. Summer movie season's one of my favorites. Yeah, I gotta gotta get real picky and choosy though. Now you got a baby. Now that I got a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 loves ruining shit. Yeah, I met him. Loves it. Loves it. Fucking selfish babies. <laughs> They're all selfish. So when do when does that stop? When do they stop ruining shit? Like. Once they're able to talk and communicate, do they stop ruining it? I or? feel like having a baby is like a two-year jail sentence. <laughs> like, once two happens, shit gets a lot less terrible. Because by that time, they're walking around. They're probably not shitting themselves. They're communicating. If something's wrong, they can say, hey, I don't appreciate this thing that's happened to me. Or <laughs> just yelling at you right in your fucking face <laughs> and telling you to figure it out like that. Like, Man, sleeping through the night generally. Yeah, but she does that for the most part now. It's not so bad now. I just having a baby is the worst. Like, <laughs> they can just come out at like two. <laughs> Mwah, beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a cool kid and all, but he's the worst. <laughs> he's still a fucking baby. Like, he's still a baby, and that's not his fault. It's just the way she. That's the hand. He was dealt simply by being born. <laughs> okay. Yeah, once two happens. That's any of you out there, I know I know Travis, Mr. Fowler, just had a baby. I'm sure. Just give it two years, man. It's okay. The the writing is on the wall. It's gonna be all right. Give it a little bit of time. And if you're saying it's not terrible, you're a goddamn liar. Oh, uh, he just posted something today about how uh, it was his first day alone with the baby, and he was fucking exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Even the best baby is still the baby. And I know, I know that my baby's worst day is better than a lot of babies' best days. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> the truth. I understand. We we were dealt pretty good baby cards. Now babies are still the worst. <laughs> uh... Now he's going to keep me up all goddamn night for talking shit. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You fucking jinxed yourself. Uh, Saturday, you know, uh, after a couple hours of uh, running the show floor or whatever, I came, come back to the office and I'm like, you know what? I have to say, feeling pretty good. I, I don't feel tired. My feet are all right. But then like an hour later, after some more hitting the floor, I was like, I shouldn't have kept, I should have kept my mouth shut. That was dumb. <laughs> Like I said it, and I gave it power. <laughs> Ridiculous. The Chad in the chat is saying the the preacher movie comes out next year. I'm like, no, no, it's a TV show. And he says, last I heard, it was a movie. I'm like, and and <laughs> Lee says, nope, AMC TV show. And then I'm thinking to myself, the Chad, you listen to this show, don't you? <laughs> We've talked about this. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Last I heard about it. <laughs> maybe he's a, maybe he's just a busy man. Or maybe some shit happened between now and then. Someone's like, hey, it's a movie. He goes, okay, cool. I just filed that shit away. <laughs> just overrode the data. <laughs> yeah. He, the chat says I'm behind a, a year or so, but like you're listening now, right? Or are you just in the chat? <laughs> are you just in the chat? <laughs> he's in the chat, but listening to an old episode. And sometimes it just lines up. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright though Chad I, I'm just busting your balls You're the only one in the fucking chat right now So You're, you're doing the Lord's work Yeah. Well Travis okay. is there 
I haven't seen him talk. And, and Rob's still out there. Rob's somewhere. there. Too. Travis has a baby. Leave him come some fucking slack. I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, not been listening. It's the worst. <laughs> oh, all right. So yeah, that's the show. Join us next week. We'll do the shit all over again. And you know, let's just plan for no news. We're just gonna just suck eight Ultron's dick for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> we'll plan for no news, but you know, right? Yeah, the yeah. Best we planned for no news a couple weeks ago, and that shouldn't work out either. That's when they show Will Smith covered in face tattoos. Dead shot. God, <laughs> he's gonna have just a fucking crosshair tattooed on his fucking eyelid. Man, I wish I just willed that into existence. <laughs> or is he going to have, like, uh, Last Action Hero and different contacts for each? No, that gun. would be cool, though. I like that. Fucking, I love Last Action Hero! Last Action Hero <laughs> is fucking amazing. <laughs> I will never understand why people shit on that movie. Because you know why? It came out a month after Jurassic Park. Yeah. I can't. I can't rationalize that either. <laughs> it is delightful. All right. So yeah, email us podcast at panelsonpage.com. Release voicemail six one six nine five one one pop. We'll play and or read them shits on the air. Let us know what you thought of Age of Ultron. Yeah. We'll play. We'll, we'll talk about it. And you know, and if you, I want to know what Big Jim time traveling dad thought about Age of Ultron. I want to know Big Jim time traveling dad. Thought about the original 1941 Captain America serials and how they compare to <laughs> not to you know not to tell Big Jim how to do his job. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, he has a unique perspective on things. That's all. But all right, yeah. So yeah, that's it, man. Join us next week, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpage.com. Uh, for Jason Eyes, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris, I am the Lord Reverend Leo Rodriguez. Talk to you guys next week. Love you. Good night. Goodbye. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. Let me sit down and tell you a tale. A little kid from the big city never fit in as well as the rest who wore the khakis and their polo shirts. Quiet desperation as they shuffled off to work. This one's for all the backyard wrestlers with the broken bones. Punk kids who skanked at the hardcore shows. Hate breed buried alive and agnostic front. That was me. I broke my nose at the Rancid Live show. But now I'm older and I work hard to get where I've been. Only thanks to myself and a couple of good friends. You were out partying, I was only working harder so that I can. Achieve all that I can And yes I am Down for greatness On my own rules I don't kiss Ask for favor Bow down to greatness Forget the title shot I want my face On every promo program And promotional cup Guess I'm impatient You're now messing With the best in the world CM Punk Best in the world Chicago made Best in the world Yeah The best in the world The best in the ring The best on the mic The best They're telling you To your face Who's right The best is day one If you don't believe me then all your ass kids should just go to sleep yeah. Stop talking and go to sleep Stop crying and go to sleep Stop complaining and go to sleep With the game on my shoulders
and your face to my knees. Go ahead, bring them out in a line. Let me tell you about the ass kissers that I've dealt with in my time. Hulk Hogan was a sick fan. Dwayne, he was vicious man. Indian style, I recite these rhymes. Hey, yo, Sting Nation, I put him in the Anaconda vibes and took the title right before his eyes. Then I skated out the door, put the belt in the fridge, and next day I signed there on the dotted line. Face it, I'm just better than y'all. You either love it or you hate it. Body clean, hands exed out, I'm straight edge. Clear of body, clear of mind. You couldn't make a better start, you try. And yes, I've been working hard forever. Ain't going nowhere, stay out of my way. Don't ask me to go there. Just be careful every time I'm coming through. Or the next bomb I drop might be about you. You're now messing with the best in the world. CM Punk, best in the world. Chicago made best in the world. Yeah. The best in the world, the best in the ring, the best on the mic, the best that's telling you to your face who's right. The best is day one. If you don't believe me, then all you'll ask is to just go to sleep. Yeah, stop talking and go to sleep. Stop crying and go to sleep. Stop complaining and go to sleep. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.